Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday, we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, a story by Chris Garcia, who first shared this one on the podcast in February of 2013. Here's Chris now with a story we call Still Very Much in Love. Excited to be here. I uh, just recently became a father. Yeah. Uh, by which I mean my father's been diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. And uh, I don't feel uncomfortable. He is, uh, he's doing well. He has no insight to his condition. He's taken care of. Uh, he's comfortable. Uh, life handed him a lemon, and he's using it as a remote control right now. <laughs> he is, he's, in the, he's like, he's on airplane mode. He is like, he's having a good time. He's taking off his shirt in public. He's drinking a whole bunch of Diet Pepsi and recycling it right into a sock drawer. And I am not ready to, I am the same age my father was uh, when I was born. He's 70, I'm 35 years old. I am not prepared to be a father. I still smoke pot out of apples. Okay, I am not ready. I cut my hand open the other day with a pair of scissors because I was trying to cut open an avocado to make drunk guacamole at five in the morning. I didn't have a Band-Aid, so I used a ribbon from a Christmas present, and I put it on my hand and I sat on it, because I don't have insurance, so if I get hurt, I have to die. <laughs> I am not ready for this. But I love my father, and he's a great guy, and I'm gonna do this. And so it's taken everything me and my mom and my sister have to care for my awesome dad. And it's brought us together in such a special way because, you know, he's, he really has no insight to it. But it really affects my mom and my, my sister and I. And it's brought us together so sweetly. And we communicate on a level that we've never talked before. We process things together. We share. We listen. We're each other's rocks. And so recently my mother was like, uh, so uh, your father and I are getting uh, intimate. And I was like, uh, no gracias. Uh, <laughs> nope. 
Uh, she's like, I can't tell people at church about this asshole. Just fucking listen. <laughs> you know? And I was like, okay. And she's like, we're getting very steamy. And I was like, okay, continue. But not the fucking adjectives, okay? Just lay it on me. Uh, that was a bad word choice, too. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, just let me know. Well, okay. And she's like, so your dad and I, uh, he gets very aggressive with me. Uh, he picks me up. He smushes me up against the wall and just start. he's like chest to chest and pressing up against me and stops and goes, I don't know if I can do this. I have a wife and two kids. My father tried to cheat on my mom with my mom. And he stopped himself. His guilt is stronger than dementia. And my father has a type. Four foot eight Cuban ladies is my dad's jam. And so we're working together and we're determined to continue as a family and it's beautiful and it's hard and scary. So we like take my dad out and we try to pretend, we don't pretend something's wrong, we're just trying to continue our lives with him. And sometimes he's with it and sometimes he's not. And so we take him to Walmart one day and he walks right up to an African-American gentleman that works there and he says, uh, Hey, black guy, where's the cookies? <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, my dad's back, everybody. <laughs> this medication is working. The dude still got it. That's just my pops, Jay Every Day right there. That's how the man works. And so, that's what we're living with. And, and uh, I guess my story starts now is that we're lucky enough, we, we found a home that we could afford, which is very difficult in this country, and we found something for low-income folks, and we're lucky to have them there. And one day, he had a bad reaction to his medication, and he pulled down a curtain uh, in one move and punched a woman in the face. I know, hilarious. <laughs> and so my dad had to be rushed to an ER room, and then he was taken to a psych ward, in Long Beach, California, with uh, people that were there for uh, various reasons. There was a, a guy about my age that wore an open robe, and he was naked, and screamed at the Canadian embassy for a very long time <laughs> on a phone that was not in his hand. Uh, but he was pretending like he was like that. Uh, there's, uh, it was the day the Discovery was landing in Los Angeles. It was a very big day. In L.A., there was huge buzz about it. It was going to fly over Long Beach. It was, it was very exciting because my dad, uh, he worked in the aerospace industry. And he immigrated from Cuba. He had a very tough life in Cuba. He was uh, molested as a child, abandoned by his parents. Uh, right around the time he was 20 years old, he was anti-communist. And so he was taken out of... Uh, out of college and forced to work in a sugarcane plantation where he was in, uh, he was uh, in solitary confinement for two years, taken away from his wife and his first daughter. And he was tortured and he was given electroshock therapy, which uh, doctors think it's maybe part of the reason he has dementia. My uh, father left Cuba for Spain with my mom got an education, came, most Cubans go to Miami, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go to Miami, 
wear some weird jewelry and wear a lot of cologne. And my dad was like, fuck that. I wanna work in the aerospace business. So he moved to Los Angeles. And so he worked uh, for like JPL and Rockwell and stuff like that as a machinist, uh, which is an amazing thing. So we're sitting there and the discovery is a huge thing to my father. And as soon as he got there, he was restrained. He was strapped to a bed. And he would break through the, the restraints to the point that he bled. It's very tough to see. I hope you never have to see your parents go through. And so, uh, they give my dad some, I uh, think like Seroquel or something, that just really veges him out. He goes zombie face, stone-eyed, and just is completely blank. Uh, and he's, we're sitting in this, com- this like uh, community room or whatever, and uh, there's a uh, flat screen showing the discovery. And my father is not, it, this is nothing to him. And to, I, it's such a crazy moment. Well, the discovery starts to fly by Long Beach. And so the people working there, nurses and doctors and patients, go, up to, the, go to the window or go upstairs and watch as the discovery is flying by. And my dad's just like... And... Uh, there's the, uh, I, and everyone left. I was stuck in this room with my dad and other psychotic people. And I'm just w- like sitting there watching this thing. There's a very big man, a large man watching it. He sees the discovery uh, on the TV. The discovery's on top of an airplane. And he just looks at it and he goes, ha, ha, ha. It looks like, it looks like it's wearing a little backpack. We're there with my dad. We're hanging out all day. I'm thinking about how crazy this is. This is the whole reason my father came here, to work on the space program. He had this dream. And uh, we're sitting there, and my father, out of the blue, snaps out of it. And it's beautiful. And he sees my mom, and he smiles so big. It's like... Like a thousand corgi videos, adorable. It's like every kitten picture you've ever seen on the internet, times a billion. He brightens up. He looks at my mom. And he goes, uh, Matika. That's my mom's name. He's like, Matika. He takes her hand, and it's like shaking, and he kisses her on the hand. And he leans in, and he kisses her on the mouth. My mom's crying. It's so beautiful. My sister's crying. Nurse crying. I have, the, I don't know, this, I had this like Cuban like machismo thing all of a sudden that I clearly don't have. <laughs> it washes over me in that moment. I'm like, I can't cry. <laughs> cool kiss, yeah. Uh, and so I'm trying to be tough. I was like, my dad would hate it if I cried right now. He, 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 I, I'm the sensitive kid. And he didn't really like it, that I would cry all the time. So I'm not going to cry. I'm going to be tough. And I'm just going to like, I lean in, and I put my arm around my dad and just like give him like a bro pat <laughs> just on his back. I just go like that. And he looks over to me, and he goes, uh, who's this Mexican f-
My dad still got it, everybody. Uh, before I get out of here, this is an awesome show, by the way. This is great that we get to do this. I, uh, I want to play you something before I get out of here. It's a voicemail from my mother that she recently sent me. And uh, let's see. Hi, Papa. Uh, this message in Spanish. My, me and my parents speak Spanish together. I didn't think it was appropriate to like do act outs during my set. Being on the, and then my mom was like, Gucci, Gucci. And my dad's like, why are you talking about man? That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, your puppy was very horny and he pushed me as a little one. I don't I did not feel like that was appropriate, so I just spoke in my voice. I didn't want to bring that into this. So my mom goes. Hi, Papa. She calls me Papa. She's like, hey, Papa, I'm calling to tell you something funny. Dad's very well. He's doing well. I had to leave because Dad wanted to do a quickie. <laughs> My mom's awesome. We're getting through this. It's okay. My dad still has a boner for my fucking mom. That's so amazing. His brain's dead and his dick is still hard. See you later, alligator. <laughs> she goes, see you later, alligator. <laughs> like she has a fucking catchphrase or some shit. It's just his brain, but he's still very much in love with me. <laughs> I had to get out of there because he, he wanted to give me the cannon. <laughs> Call back to see you later, alligator. Okay, It's so you Love you, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.